Praise the Lord. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Uh, if you have a Bible, I invite for you to turn with me to the book of Psalms, chapter 103. We're also going to read a verse from Isaiah chapter 40. Psalms chapter 103 and beginning at verse 1. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, all my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfieth thy mouth with good things, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. And let's turn to Isaiah chapter 40. Verse 31 says, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. By the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to uh, preach on learning from the eagle's example. Learning from the eagle's example. You can be seated tonight in the house of the Lord. A couple of weeks ago, I read and I was here in Psalms chapter 103, and when I got to the verse where David tells us that the Lord, that he satisfies the mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed as the eagles, it kind of fascinated me and caused me to look in more about the eagles and what was David referred to here, and as I begin to read about eagles and the life of an eagle, and there were some things that I began to see and begin to read about, and as I read about it, God began to touch me. He began to move upon my heart about what I was reading and how one can apply that to their lives. Something that I found out about the eagle is that it tells us that the eagle has a vision like no other. The eagle has a, a vision. The eagle can see from a distance, far off distance. And when it sees its prey or what it is going after, it locks its eye on that, that its prey. And nothing can shake it. Nothing can uh, move it and cause it to lose focus on what it's looking at and what it's going after. And tonight, there is an importance of having focus tonight, being focused on what we're doing tonight, being focused on what we're a part of tonight. Uh, there will be things that will come up against you that will try to cause you to lose focus or lose that vision that God has given us and that he is trying to instill in each and every one of us. Um, there were things that the devil would throw your way to try to uh, move you or try to uh, derail you and knock you off course. But it takes someone that is focused and that is locked in 
and that is determined that no matter what the devil throws my way, I'm not losing focus. Uh, I have a goal, and my goal is heaven, and I'm not going to lose focus off of that. I'm not going to let the uh, the influences of this life, the influences of friends, the influences of family members cause me uh, to be moved, to be shaken from where I am. Um, the devil will throw obstacles, and he'll try to move you. But I want you to know that with the help of God, you can overcome any obstacle. You can overcome any uh, hindrance that the devil would try to throw in your way. The writer tells us, David said it like this. He said, by my God, he said, I can run through a troop and that I can leap over a wall. Somebody needs to know that there is no obstacle that can move you, that can knock you, that if you are determined, that if you're locked in, that I'm going to live for God, that there is nothing that the devil can throw your way to cause you to back up, to cause you to be moved, to cause you to back down. I wonder if I'm talking to some people that have made it up in their mind that I am focused, that I'm determined, that I'm going to live for God with all of my heart, with all of my mind, with all of my soul, with everything that is within me. I'm not going to allow this world to shake me and cause me to lose focus. You can be seated tonight. can't be moved as long as my hand is in the hand of God. As long as I'm trusting in God, I can overcome anything. We can do anything. Um, now, if you try to do it on your own, in your own power, in your own understanding, then you're going to be moved. You're going to lose out. But when God is in the middle of it all, um, Paul said it like this. He said, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. The key is you can do all things with Christ. And you got to have the understanding that without Christ, you can do nothing. But with Christ, you can do all things. Somebody needs to grab a hold of Jesus Christ and make it up in your mind that I'm not going to let go of him. That I'm going to grab a hold of him. And through Jesus Christ, I can overcome anything. Sickness is not going to knock me off my course. Come on. Family difficulties is not going to knock me off my course. Financial problems, it's not going to cause me to lose focus. But through Jesus Christ, I can overcome everything. You can be seated tonight. David said it like this. He said, he said, the Lord, he said I, I've set the Lord at my right hand always. And he said, I shall not be moved. Come on, it's important to know that when you put God in his proper place in your life, you don't have to worry about being moved. You don't have to worry about whether you're going to be here next week or whether you're going to be here next month or whether you're going to be here next year. Every morning when you get up, you ought to put God in his proper place. Come on, don't put anything else first before Jesus Christ. Put God in the rightful place that he belongs in your life. And I promise you, you will make it. I promise you, you will last. I promise you, the storm will come and you will be unshakable, unmovable, steadfast, always abounding. Come on, somebody. I wonder if you made it up in your mind. I'm going to put God where he belongs, and that's at the number one slot. I'm not going to put him behind my job. I'm not going to put him behind my bills. I'm not going to put him behind family, but I'm going to put him where he belongs, and that's at the head of my life. 
You do that and I promise you, you won't have any problem remaining focused. I promise you won't have any problems. You won't let down. You won't back up. You won't be moved because you put God where he belongs in your life. You can be seated tonight. So the eagle has good vision. It is focused. It's locked in. It is determined that nothing is going to move it from, from what it is focused on. We have to have that focus tonight. We have to take that example tonight. As I continue to read about the eagles, I found out that the eagles, that they fly at a high altitude. That no other bird flies at the altitude that the eagle does. That they don't just fly with any other birds. They don't fly with the vultures. They don't fly with the sparrows. Uh, they fly with eagles. Let me talk to somebody about the importance of making sure that you are with those of like kind. Let me make sure I talk to somebody about the importance of flocking with those that are flying at the same altitude that you're flying at. I don't want to fly at the altitude of this world because it's very low, but I want to fly at the altitude that a child of God that is baptized in Jesus' name, that is filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost, that knows that there is only one God and that his name is Jesus Christ. Come on, I don't just want to associate with anybody, but I want to associate those that are of the same like kind that I am, that believe the way that I believe, that sees it the way that I see it. Come on, somebody. You've got to elevate above this world. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, somebody. Don't lower your standards. Don't let your vision be lost, but keep that vision that God has given you. Remain at the altitude that God calls you to fly at, and that's at a high altitude. God didn't call us to, to fly at a low altitude. He called us to fly high, to soar over the things of this world and over the things of this life. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about soaring and flying high above the face of this world, the influence of this world, the influence of pop culture, the influence of Hollywood, rising above that garbage and being what God has called you to be. You can be seated tonight. So, the eagle flies at a, an altitude that no other bird does. And I want, that's my desire tonight, I want to uh, take that example. There are people that they are living life at such a low, in such a, a base state, and God didn't cause us to live like that. God called us, called us to, to rise above the effects of this life, not to allow it to influence you, not to allow it to bring you down, but to overcome it. God gave us something that we can overcome this life and that we can soar above what this person is doing, 
what this person is saying, what Hollywood is doing, who did this on what show. Come on, we need to rise above that tonight. We need to get our eyes lifted up a little bit higher than that garbage tonight and be what God has called us to be, and that is overcomers. You can be seated tonight. As I continue to read about the eagles, I, I read the how that the eagles, when it's time for the, the mother eagle to, to lay her eggs, and I read, and it tells us how that the mother eagle and the male eagle, how that they would fly off to a, a high place, a mountain or a cliff, and they would to take those those eggs and allow for them to hatch in a safe environment that the predators can't get to. Let me talk to a young person that may not understand the importance of being in a safe place tonight, in a safe environment tonight. You better be thankful that a parent or a Sunday school teacher or a, a pastor Someone took the time to put you in a safe place where the predator can't get a hold of you. I want you to know that that predator, that that lion is the devil tonight. He will love nothing more than to grab a hold of you and to tear you apart. The Bible tells us that he is a thief and that he has come to kill, to steal, and destroy. You better thank God that you have a parent that loves you enough to put you in a safe place, to put you in the church, to put you in a, a Holy Ghost atmosphere, to put you in a, a, a Holy Ghost academy where you don't have to go to the pollution of this world and deal with everything that everybody else is dealing with and being torn apart like every other young person out in this world is. You better thank God for the church tonight. You better thank him that this is a safe haven that you can be that you're in a place that you can grow and be productive and be what God wants you to be tonight. You can be seated tonight. That that fascinated me. That they would go to that to, to protect their young ones. You'll find out that not too many people do that. They don't protect their young ones. You'll read in the book of Job, and Job he begins to describe the the the, the ostrich and how that the ostrich is hardened towards her young ones, and how that uh, the ostrich buries her eggs in the earth, and how that uh, she forgets that um, the eggs can be crushed by a foot, or that a wild beast can come along and break them. Come on, I don't want to bury what God has given me in this earth in this world. I don't want to bury. I don't want to invest. I won't want to push my young ones out into this world because there is a beast. There is an animal. There is a devil that stands ready. There is a dragon that stands ready to kill, to steal, and destroy. I want to know what God has given me and I want to protect it so that they can be what God wants them to be tonight. You can be seated tonight. When it's time 
for those young ones to learn how to fly. The mother eagle takes them and puts them on, on her back. And she will fly at a high, high distance. And then she will swoop from under them. And as they begin to fall, it is an attempt to get them to a point where they start flapping their wings on their own. And this is their training, and this process goes on and on, over and over and over again. You know, the Bible tells us that we're supposed to train our children, train them up in the way that it should go, and that it would never depart from them. There are a lot of people that they're training their children up tonight, but it's not according to God's word. It's not according to God's plan. Uh, in this city, um, I've, we've known for a long time, this city is big on uh, football. And you'll find out at a young age, parents put their kids in uh, peewee leagues and all of these other things. And they're training them up, but they're training them up according to something that won't save them, that won't deliver them, that won't do them any good, hoping that they'll make it big someday. Listen, I don't want to train my child up in the ways of this world. I don't want to teach them how to shoot a hoop or how to throw a football. I don't want to teach them how to move about on the ways of this world, but I want to teach them the way of the Lord that they, they will get it down in their heart and they will never depart from it. I want to teach them the ways of the Lord. Why? Because the ways of the Lord is good. It is prosperous. I want you to know that there's nothing else better than God's plan tonight. You got to believe that. You got to understand that. I know that there are some parents, they'll push their kids out there. They don't care nothing about what, what is going on in this world, and they'll push them over to this world. I don't want to push my child over to this world and think that they're going to have a chance to make it. They won't make it if you push them and put them in the hands of the enemy, in the hands of the devil. But you put them in the hands of the almighty God, and you don't have to worry about them. They will make it. They will last. They will survive. They will be successful because you've committed them unto the ways of the Lord. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. I feel the Holy Ghost in here tonight. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. It's time to rise above this world. It's time to rise above the effects of this world. You can be seated tonight. <laughs> so the more and more I read this, the more I begin to be more fascinated about the eagles and I continue to, re to read. And you'll find out that the eagles have no fear. There's no fear in them. Uh, there is nothing that will cause them to be afraid. There's nothing that will cause them to, um, to, to fret. Um, they are very confident in what they are and who they are and what they can do. Um, somebody needs to not have any fear tonight. You need to be confident in who you are and what is inside of you. The Bible tells us that God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. 
Somebody needs to know that God didn't give you the spirit of fear tonight. Come on, I want you to look at that circumstance that cause, that is causing you to be afraid, that is causing you to wonder and think that you're not going to make it. Somebody needs to look at it and let it know that this is the last time you're going to cause me to be afraid. It's the last time you're going to cause me to worry. But God didn't give me the spirit of fear. The Bible tells us perfect love casteth out fear. Come on, somebody. The Word tells us that the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. If you got the Holy Ghost, you have no reason of walking in fear. You have no reason to be afraid tonight. God is giving you something that is greater. God is giving you something that is greater tonight. Get your head up. Get your lip off the ground and realize God is going to make a way. God is going to provide. God is going to come through. God is going to work it all out. God is going to work it all out tonight. You can be seated. David said, Gaze, oh, I walk through the valley, the shadow of death. I shall not fear, for thou art with me. Somebody needs to know that God is with you tonight. Come on, somebody needs to know. He said, the Lord is by my side and that I will not fear. Come on, somebody. You need to know that God is with you. He is by your side. I know the winds are blowing very hard. I know you're afraid. I know you want to throw in the towel and give up. But you need to know that God hasn't left you. He is right there by your side. He is working it all out on your behalf. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't backslide. Don't doubt. Don't worry. Know that God is there. Oh, I want to encourage somebody tonight. God hasn't left you. He's right there by your side, and he's working it all out for your good tonight. You can be seated. I'm sure Job, we read the account of Job. I'm sure that Job, everything that he went through, I'm sure that fear, Grabbed the whole of his heart. But you'll find now that Job would say things like, naked I came into this world, naked I'm going to go out. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He would say things like, I know that my Redeemer liveth. It's important you know that your Redeemer, he liveth tonight. And that he sees you. He knows where you are. He knows your name. He knows the number of the hairs that is on your head. And that he is well able to come through on your behalf at any given time. He sees you. There's no need to be afraid. You're in the hand of a God that no man can pluck you out of. Come on, you're in the hand of the living God. Somebody needs to know that, that God has you in a place, and that's a safe place tonight. So, I read these scriptures in continue to read. And the eagle is not like any other bird. You know, I can remember hearing that when a storm is coming, 
that the first ones to know about it are the birds. They know that there's a storm. They, 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 they take off and try to find a safe place, but not the eagle. As I read, I found out that the eagle loves the storm, that the eagle soars. Even during the storm, the eagle soars higher during that storm where a normal bird would fly off and find a, a safe place. But the eagle, not the eagle, it doesn't run away from the storm. It, it, it performs better during that storm. I want somebody to know that God didn't design us to run away from hard times. He didn't design us to, to uh, when a, a, a hard time comes, that we get down out in the dumps, our lips dragging the ground, um, everybody knows about it because it's all over our countenance. They know something is wrong. The, eagle, the, the God didn't design you to be, be that way. God designed you to rise and to perform even better during the storm. God designed you to rise above the storm and look that storm right in his eye and let it know that I'm, you're not going to knock me off of my course. Guess what? Even during during this storm, I'm going to pray that much harder. I'm going to read that much more. I'm going to knock on that many more doors. Come on, the storm you may be going through may be a sickness, but you need to let that storm know you're not going to stop me. You're not going to back me down, but I'm going to continue to pray. I'm going to continue to serve God. I'm going to continue to, I'm going to, continue to lean upon God. can be seated tonight. I want to have faith in the storm. I don't want to lose my faith because of some kind of a difficulty, maybe a finance difficulty or a, a problem at home or maybe there's a, a sickness that has stricken your body. I, don't, I, I want to keep my faith even during those times. You'll find out that Jesus told the disciples that we're going over to the other side. And they get into the ship, the storm, a storm comes, and now they are afraid. They forget the fact that Jesus said, we're going over to the other side. And they begin to be afraid. They cry out, uh, Lord, do you even care that we perish? Jesus comes out and he, he calms that storm. And you'll find out the first thing that he questioned them about is their faith. He questioned them about their faith. I want to remember that the one that can calm the storm is right there in the storm with me. I want to remember the one that told me that I'm going to go to make it over to the other side, that in that storm, I'm going to hold on to his words, that we're going over to the other side. I want to keep my faith in God in the midst of the storm, and I want to continue to walk and stay on that straight and narrow path, not detoured to the left, not detoured to the right, but keeping my eyes stayed on Jesus and believing his word. If you said I'm going to make it then by God I know that I'm gonna make it oh come on somebody come on somebody look at your test look at your storm and let it know that I'm gonna make it God said that I'm gonna make it I'm not giving up I'm not losing my faith
So, all of this tells us about David. But the scripture that fascinated me is David said that God satisfies the mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed as the eagle. And I still hadn't got to what exactly was he meaning about that. What he meant by that. And then I got to the point where it began to talk about the eagle and how that when the eagle is getting older and how that they can't fly or move as quick as they normally could. As things begin to weigh them down so that they can't perform like they usually would. And it tells us that they would go off unto a distance all alone. And how that they would begin, this process would take place, how they would begin to uh, break off their beaks and how that they would begin to pluck out their feathers. And after a process of time, new feathers would grow, new parts would grow out. And now that eagle is now, it's, it's, it's a new, it has been renewed, it has been re-energized, recharged. Now it can go and it can fly at the distance that it normally could. Let me talk to somebody tonight about things that you've allowed to rise back up in your life that are weighing you down so that you can't soar the way that you're supposed to soar. So that you can operate the way that you're supposed to operate. It's important that we get off into a place all alone where it's just us and God. And God can begin to break some things off of us. Can begin to break off some bad habits that we've allowed to surface back up in our lives. That he can break off some stubbornness. That he can break, begin to break off some selfishness. That he can break off some things that will bog us down and keep us from performing the way that we're supposed to perform. And the whole thing is, we got to be renewed. We got to be renewed. Isaiah said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as of eagles. I want you to know that it's not an option whether you get a renewing or not. It is necessary that we get a renewing tonight. If you're going to be restored, if you're going to be able to operate, if you're going to be able to rise above and soar the way that you ought to, you're going to have to let God begin to shape and mold you and knock off some things that are not supposed to be there. Knock off some worldliness. Knock off some ungodliness. Knock off Knock off the opinions of family members. Knock off the effects of this world and let God begin to shape and mold you once again. Come on, did anybody come to be renewed in the Holy Ghost tonight? Did anybody come to allow God to recharge them, revive them, regenerate them, restore them so that you can operate the way that you're supposed to? You can be seated tonight. When I read that, then I knew what David meant. It's important tonight that we allow God to renew us. We allow God to transform us. 
Bible tells us not to be, not to conform to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the, here's the thing. If we're not being transformed into the image of God, then we will conform to this world. We will go back. We will let down. We will back up. We will be movable. You know, I don't want my way. There are some people that their ways are so movable. They're so movable. They're one way one minute and they're one way the next minute. They're, they're in the house of the Lord amongst God's people and they're one way. But then when they get around ungodly family members or ungodly friends, they're another way. I don't want my ways to be movable tonight, but I want to be settled. I want to be settled in this thing tonight. I want to be rooted and grounded in this thing tonight. I want to be established. I want to be settled on the word of God tonight. Come on. Hollywood. I'm not going to allow it to move me tonight. What my friend, what, what friends in this life are doing, I'm, I'm not going to let it move me tonight. What ungodly family members are saying, I'm not going to allow it to move me tonight. What the coworkers are doing on their job, I'm not going to allow it to move me tonight. I'm not going to be conformed, but I'm going to be transformed by the renewing of my mind. I'm going to allow God to continue to work on my heart. Oh, come on, somebody. It's important you allow God to continue to work in your life. If you're going to make it, if you're going to last, you can be seated tonight. You allow God to stop working. You allow God to stop having his way. You allow God to stop breaking off some things. You're going to find out that you're going to slow down to find out that you're going to begin not to be able to soar the way that you are designed to soar. You're going to begin to come down. You'll be on the level that everybody in this world is on. I don't want to be on the level of this world. I want to be on the level that God is on tonight. I want to be operating in the heavenlies tonight. I don't want to, I don't want to operate in this world and this life this world is going to hell in a handbasket, and I don't want any of that. I don't want to be a part of that. <coughs> you know what? I talk <coughs> to young people, and young people, and sometimes young adults, and even adults, you know, separate from this world shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't be hard. You got the Holy Ghost inside of you, and you're allowing God to live inside of you and work inside of you. You shouldn't have no problem separating from this world because you know what this world is going to get. Sometimes we have a problem with separating from this world, and we struggle with it. But guess what? I know a day that you're going to want to be separated from, God, from this world. And that's the day when this world is going to have wrath poured out on, upon them. I promise you everybody wants to separate then. But here's the thing. You can't go with God's people. You can't be caught up with the church if you don't learn how to separate from this world now. I want to get that principle inside of my heart and realize that this world is on its way out of here. Fire is coming down upon this world, and I don't want any of that. I don't want none of that. So in order for me to escape that, I got to get that principle in my heart tonight. And I got to cleave to the church. I got to cleave to the word of God. I got to cleave the Holy Ghost church services. I got to cleave the prayer. I got to cleave to the things of God. 
I got to rise above this world and get my eyes fixed on something that is a whole lot higher than this world. And that's heaven tonight. Let us lift up our hands and call upon the name of the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place tonight. <coughs> Come on, young person, make it up in your mind that I'm not going to be moved by pop culture. I'm not going to be moved by this world and what this world is doing. Come on, I don't care what my ungodly cousins and, and brothers and sisters are doing. I won't be moved. God has put me in a good place. And I'm going to take the example of the eagle tonight, and I'm going to rise above it. I'm going to rise above it. Come on, somebody, call upon the name of the Lord. Come on, God has filled you with this spirit, not so that you can be ordinary, but you are extraordinary. You are a precious jewel. You are a precious commodity. You are peculiar tonight. God made you to rise above. God made you to operate so much higher than the level that this world is on tonight. Oh, come on, somebody. Come on. Lift up your voice and call upon the name of the Lord. Let God know I need you to renew me tonight. I need you to satisfy my mouth with good things that my youth may be renewed as the eagles. There are a lot of people that are trying to be satisfied on garbage tonight, and it doesn't work. But you have good things here in the house of the Lord. Come on, somebody. Taste and see that the Lord is good tonight. Grab a hold of what he has for you tonight. In the name of Jesus, these altars are open tonight. I, I invite somebody to come down with your heart lifted with your hands, calling upon the name of the Lord. Let God renew you. Let him refill you. Come on, it may have been a long time since you've been filled with the Holy Ghost, but you can be renewed tonight. You can be revived tonight. You can allow God to have his way. Come on, somebody. Let me talk to the person that have allowed your past to rise back up in your life, and now you're not thinking straight. You're not thinking correctly. Allow God to break that off of you tonight. And allow him to renew you, to restore you, and give you that heavenly vision once again so that you can see it a whole lot clearer. Oh, come on, let's call upon him. 